How can our failures point to God's faithfulness? That's exactly what we're talking about in today's episode about homeschool memories. Welcome to the Rest in the Homeschool Trench podcast, a place for homeschool mamas seeking to cultivate victorious rest in the midst of daily homeschool battles. I'm your host, Amy Smith, and I want to offer hope that in Jesus, we can experience victorious rest. Today, I want to share with you another one of my personal homeschool memories that points to God's faithfulness. Now, this memory actually has to do with an area that I felt like I was failing. Years later, I'm looking back and realizing God was actually showing his faithfulness all along the way. Have you been thinking about some of your favorite homeschool memories? I'd love to hear them. Email your stories to me at amy at amysmith.com. That's A-I-M-E-E. And maybe I'll share one of your stories of your favorite homeschool memories on the podcast soon. So I shared a couple of weeks ago my memories about the Lion King and my children being in um, in a play performance of the classic story, The Lion King. Well, that wasn't a long ago memory as it only happened a couple of weeks ago. But as we talked about this memory of the Lion King, we talked about the process of our children growing up and realizing how we as moms need to be praying fervently that God is faithful to our children so that they hear his word for themselves and they know their identity in Jesus. In our last episode, we talked about memories of messy summer days. Now, it wasn't a profound memory of a single event of something that happened. It was more just kind of a conglomeration of different memories of those early years when life was just messy and I had lots of little children around me. But it was mostly ended up being a story of my own messy heart and seeing how God has been faithful through the years and over time. He's changing me. Well, today I have another memory from long ago. It takes us back to the days in our early homeschool years when we were using lots of construction paper and markers. And I mean, there's still some of those crafty things in our homeschool now. But now that my kids are all mostly taller than I am, it's just not quite the same. The specific thing I want to talk about is the posters that we had on our walls. So back in the day, well, actually in our first homeschooling year, all of our homeschool supplies fit in one small file box. Just had this little plastic box, pulled out the the school things when it was time to do school with Jackson, who was in first grade, did our little bit of school, packed it away, and the rest of homeschool life was just playing and activities and all the things you do in the early childhood years. A couple of years into school, however, we started doing our homeschool in the dining room. Actually, over the years of our homeschool, there was only one year that we had a dedicated homeschool room, and I quickly realized that just didn't fit our family. We want to have our homeschool things kind of in different spaces throughout the house, and we want school to be part of our, our, just our regular daily lifestyle. So back in these early years, after the initial year of homeschool fitting in one little box, we moved all of our homeschool things into the dining room. And that was kind of our main place where we would do school. 
And, you know, there were seasons that I had toddlers sitting in a high chair so they could be contained in one space. And I would pass them small toys and activities or snacks, trying to keep them contained while I did school with the older ones. Um, And we had some different little plastic cabinets and drawers that we kept our homeschool things in. We put some shelves up on the dining room wall where I kept some of our homeschool books. But we decorated the dining room with posters. And my favorite poster that we ever made was a fruit of the spirit tree. So we were studying the fruits of the spirit in our Bible time in our homeschool because I wanted my children to learn Galatians 5.22 and we worked on memorizing it together where we learned that the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now, ultimately, those are the fruits of the Spirit. They're the result of the Holy Spirit working in our lives. And I knew that my children would need the work of the Holy Spirit in their lives for these character qualities to truly be evident. But while they were young children, it was my job as mom to be planting those seeds that they learn what all of these different character qualities are and that we started to cultivate a desire in their hearts to live in those ways. So we started building this poster tree on the wall. I cut out a a big brown tree trunk and we colored it and hung it up and we made a bunch of green leaves and put them up on the wall. And then we started cutting out various colors of construction paper in the shape of different fruits. And we had an apple and a pear and a banana and an orange. And no, in reality, those don't all grow on the same tree. I guess, I don't know, maybe I confused my kids somewhere along the way, but they figured out that fruits grow on their own tree over time. Um, But we started putting all of these up and each one of the fruits had a different fruit of the spirit on it and a key verse. So, you know, we had, I think maybe it was an apple that was the fruit of the spirit of love. And we talked about how we love because God first loved us. And we memorized that verse together. We memorized other verses for patience and kindness and all of these fruits of the spirit. And I had great plans. And next, we were going to go through different names of God. Our key verse there was Proverbs 18.10 that says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. I want my kids to be safe in the tower, in the protection of God's name. You know, in Exodus, God told Moses, tell the people, I am sent you. Because God is everything that we need. And as we learn his different names, we start to learn the different qualities of who God is, that he's our our salvation, he's our shepherd, he's our provider, he's our counselor. And as we learn those different names of God, we learn to draw closer to his heart and who he is. So we were going to build this tower and we're going to cut out different stones and Each of the stones, we're going to have one of the names of God and a key scripture that teaches us that name. And we're going to build them into a tower on the wall. But we never did it. It was a great plan. Loved the idea. I still love the idea. Would love to hear some of you doing that with your young children. But I just never got around to doing it. There are actually a lot of ideas that I've had like that over the years. Great ideas. But I never followed through. In some seasons, it was because I was dealing with illness and 
um, my mom's cancer journey and other struggles of life. But there were some seasons I just didn't follow through in ideas because I was overwhelmed with having a lot of little people around me. It's easy to look back and be frustrated with myself and see the things that I failed to do. The great ideas that never became reality because of my choices and my lack of follow through. But you know, as I look back to this Names of God Tower, that was a great idea. And consider how I never did it. I actually am able to recall to, to mind God's faithfulness. I can see that God has been faithful despite my felt failures. You know, God doesn't need our perfection as moms to accomplish his purpose in our children. He doesn't need us to carry out every great idea to teach our children his word. And as we're looking at this verse in Lamentations 3 this summer, I'm remembering again that God is faithful. Lamentations 3, 21 through 23, we've looked at it for the past several episodes. It says, this I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. The Lord's loving kindnesses indeed never cease, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. So as I recall these memories of our homeschool, I'm reminded of God's faithfulness every morning and every season. And because of that, I have hope for our future. Over the years, my children have learned God's name. They have learned more of who he is, even though we didn't put that poster on the wall. We've been talking about him and I've been trying to show my children a pursuit of God. They've also been developing the fruits of the Spirit, not because we put a poster on the wall, although that was a great way to plant those seeds in their hearts. They've been learning about the fruits of the Spirit as they learn to have their own relationship with Jesus. So I'm seeing that even though we did one poster, we didn't do another poster, God is faithful through all of it. One step I'll leave you with today I want you to think of one area of homeschool life that you feel like you've failed. Maybe an idea that you had that was a great idea and you never followed through. Think about how God has shown his faithfulness in that very area of your homeschool life. I hope you'll join me next time as we continue cultivating restful hearts by remembering stories of God's faithfulness in our homeschool memories. Until then, I pray that you will experience God's peace while you run to the tower of God's name and allow him to produce his fruit in your heart.